With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Across the Pond MLB Podcast, part of Across the Pond Sports Network. Don't forget to drop us a rating and review after the episode. Check us out on social media and on our website at atpsports.net. Hello and welcome to Across the Pond MLB podcast. I'm joined today by my lovely co-host Tracy. Tracy, how are you? I'm good, beautiful. How are you? I am not too bad, thank you. Jaysha is away for the week, but we are excited to say we've got our first ever guest. Woohoo! It's the big boss man himself. <laughs> <laughs> Hello James, how are you? I'm good. Is it, geez, I hope that name doesn't stick. <laughs> the big boss man. I remember that from like the wrestling when I was a kid. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> geez. Um, but no, I'm very happy to be here. Good, good. James, of course, if you don't know already, um, runs the Across the Pond network of podcasts now that, that range from uh, all, through all the American sports and is ever expanding. So I think my first question for you, James, is how did you stumble upon this how did you kind of get into this how why how am i i guess yeah it was was a total accident and a bit of anger on my part so a couple of buddies of mine decided to start a podcast they didn't invite me to to join so i was like well screw you i'm gonna set up my own podcast and and i I, you know I, i thought genuinely i thought five episodes no one will listen and i'll just hang up and then I think I'm 77 episodes into Across the Pond Sports Podcast already. So, like, that was that was kind of big. And and it was them that lasted five episodes. Um, <laughs> and and that, that's... Oma! That, yeah, that kind of made me laugh, because I was kind of like, well, hang on. You guys went in full pelt. They had all the fancy logos. They paid for a bunch of stuff. And then it kind of all fell flat. Whereas I started with my phone. Like I literally recorded the first four, five episodes using my phone. Um, 
and, and using Anchor, which is a great app, by the way. But um, I used Anchor. And when I listen back now to those first four episodes, they are pretty terrible. Um, well, yeah, you must have come a long way in 77 episodes. Jeez. Well, yeah. Um, so I was monologuing as well. So it was just me. I had no guests. And then I had my, my dad on. And he did a show with me about about the Dodgers and about baseball and about um, Jackie Robinson and stuff. And I was like, wow, that is so much fun having someone there to bounce off. And, and it was a really good show. And it was and actually- Your, your dad's of, a laugh as well. I met your dad. He's a, he's a hoot. Yeah. And cause, <laughs> yeah, because we did the World Series show. Yeah. And to let people into the behind the scenes of how, how badly I am at recording and technology and stuff. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to bring Oh. <laughs> I'll bring it up. It's fine. So we we started the podcast, and then twenty minutes in, I put my hands over my face, and my dad just goes, "You didn't hit record, James, did you?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, I didn't." But um, I must say, I must say, the the the, the redo of that was much better. Yeah, it's it all right, wasn't it? Didn't sound Is scripted it, at all. <laughs> no, well, I think it kind of broke the ice a little. But yeah, so I, I, I kind of started off and it was just me and then I started to have guests and eventually like Katie Brinkley came on and she did the NFL shows and she was actually only going to be a guest like one time because I was just going to have different people each week. Yeah. But it, it was kind of obvious to me that, you know, I, I would, if I let her just be on once, that would be a massive mistake because she is awesome when it comes to the NFL. So I ended up asking her back, oh, do you want to do it again next week? She was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. So, um, And then you've just kept yeah. asking her ever since. <laughs> yeah, pretty much just bugging her to come on. And yeah, we did a whole season. And even what we've done is we've evolved the shows as they've kind of went. So we've had guests and we just had Kareth Burke from the Golden State Warriors. That's a huge guest because she's a sideline yeah. reporter there. And we've got... And this is the thing that we've done is we've kind of built up slowly. So we've yeah, and you've just... like branched out then, haven't you, into like separate sports and yeah. So we did the NBA and NFL on Across the Pond Sports podcast, and then in January, Katie's big idea was why don't you do an NHL podcast? And she wanted Josh, her husband, to to give it a bash, and uh, he did. Him and Chris are great. They do a great job, and they've had some awesome guests they've had guys from the athletic they had dave hansen from the film slapshot who's in that film with paul newman and stuff so they have done they have done like an amazing job and built up some good rapport with guests and so much so that the guests they're having on are kind of referring them on to other people so that has been really good and i think the feedback i get from our shows like on instagram and stuff is that people love the concept of having a host in the UK and a host in the US. And that is, so Across the Pond started off as me covering American sports from Across the Pond, whereas now it is a host on each side of the pond. So, so it, yeah, it's evolved over time and it's grown. And, and that's kind of the important thing. It's, it's done really well. Nice. Yeah, and there's going to be more coming soon as well, isn't there? Yeah, so we have Across the Pond, WNBA. That's the next one. That's going to come out in May, just before nice. uh, just before the, the season tips off. I it's just before my birthday. Into... Oh, nice. I really want to get so, into WNBA, so I might have to give that a listen. It is, it's really good. I've been watching the league properly for the last couple of years. And yeah, it is an underrated, 
league. Some amazingly um, so talented ladies. Yeah. Yes, exceptionally good. And I've got a, a WNBA former WNBA player who's going to co-host with me um, oh, on that on that podcast as well. She's retired and, and she's now coaching a men's professional team. So it's, I think it just kind of shows the appeal of Across the Pond and, and what we've managed to pull off. And then as we go through the year, I think by the end of the year, we're going to have close to seven podcasts across the network because Across the Pond Sports Podcast, what we're doing is we're kind of evolving it to be a long form interview type podcast rather than covering a specific sport. So the NBA and the NFL are going to have their own individual podcasts because that seems to be what people like. They like niche. They want to find one sport and just listen to that sport so that's that's it's been proven with the nhl podcast and with your podcast that some people just like one sport so that's all they want to listen to so we're going to kind of feed into that and, and give them an nba and nfl one as well nice so Ooh. do you have any goals in mind or like any plans other than you know just kind of letting it evolve and grow naturally like have you got any kind of like goals that you want to hit or plans as to where you want to see it go it's funny um i was in a clubhouse room and i think the topic on podcasts was what's a win for you like what's what does success look like and for me where we're at today compared to where i was um, nine ten months ago when i launched it is success like i've got now got three podcasts running we now have advertisers we now have website and yeah it's just about evolving and letting it grow naturally like I've not paid for advertising I've not sent out big massive sponsorship forums or anything like that it is just word of mouth just growing it and and that seems to have have worked really really well excellent so you're a sports fan yourself who are your teams yeah. So, so I'll, I'll leave the baseball one to last. But my NBA team is the Utah Jazz. Um, I've long, long time fan of them since like '92. Controversial um, as the Last Dance came out last year. Then I'm sure you were yeah, watching well, it like, oh. God. Well, yeah. I mean, I knew the ending. It was a bit like yeah. Titanic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everyone knew that sink that ship was sinking. So yeah, I, I, I did watch the Last Dance, and you know what the Last Dance kind of cemented for me was that Jordan is the best to ever play the game for the simple reason is everything that that team went through and still won a championship. LeBron is good. I'll give it. LeBron is good. But MJ is my guy. guy. And and I'm talking about that as the guy that beat my team twice, two years in a row in the finals. That's it. I think everybody uh, in the world has respect for that guy, and especially since that documentary. Like, you just have to have respect, you know? Like, it's just... And that's the thing. There's always been a mystique about MJ because he doesn't do interviews. He doesn't Mm. do documentaries. So when this came out, everyone stood up and paid attention. So it was good. And my NFL team is the Dallas Cowboys. Why the Cowboys? Cowboys So someone gave me a Dallas Cowboys t-shirt back in 94 for Christmas, and yeah, that just kind of made them my That'll team. Do. I was like, <laughs> I didn't, at that time, I was so focused on basketball. I didn't really know about the NFL. But when I got that t-shirt, I started to find out about the NFL. And at the time, the Cowboys had guys like Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith and stuff. And I was like, oh, these guys are really good. I'm going to support mm-hmm. them. They're, I've got the t-shirt, I might as well. I did, I do sort of have an NHL team, um, but probably 
for us in the UK, it's probably the same as everyone else. Uh, the Mighty Ducks. Um, <laughs> just, and it was, you know, what, it was it was because of the films, obviously. But then yes. the, the uniforms back then were amazing. Like they had the whole duck logo and stuff. Yeah. And I, I loved it. Um, I was a little sad when Disney sold the team, but wouldn't sell the, the rights to the logos and stuff. So I was kind of gutted by that. But, you know, there's still still the ducks. Have you seen the reboot on Disney Plus? So I haven't seen it yet. Unfortunately, my kids don't want to watch it. And I need an excuse. <gasps> um, <laughs> I need an excuse to watch it. So I, I'm trying to wing that. And I don't do think you myself. need an excuse. You wanting to watch it is enough of an excuse, I think. Yeah. I would think so. I'd pull um, rank and just say, I'm your dad. <laughs> Right, tough. We're watching I'm it. Boss. <laughs> Dad. Yep, exactly. Oh, I'm the big boss, boss man. man, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, and then there's baseball. And I remember back now in the UK, Channel Five launched one like 1999, 2000, something like that. Yeah. And the very first night that they launched, they were showing Yankees Mariners uh, for opening day, and. I was like, because it just so happened that opening day was the same day that they launched their TV channel. And I was like, I'm going to stay up and watch this and see what it's like. It was on at like midnight or something. And uh, I watched it and I was like, this is really good. But then unfortunately with everything, because of time difference and everything else, I I, I kind of lost interest in the basketball season was kind of in mid-flow and playoffs and stuff. And then I would watch the odd game now and again, but I, I really wasn't invested in it. I didn't have a team, which was probably the issue. And a few years ago, my dad um, and my mum took me to the Oakland Coliseum when we were, I'd taken my family out there to visit. And we went to the Oakland Coliseum uh, to see the A's and Giants. And I was like, oh, this, this should be a good game. And I started doing loads of research into the <laughs> Oakland A's. And I was like, okay. And then obviously my dad said, have you seen Moneyball? And I was like, no, I've yeah. not, not seen that. I'm, I'm not really a Brad Pitt guy, so I haven't, haven't seen it. And he says, no, no, it's not a Brad Pitt film. No, it's, it's not. Film. I'm exactly the same. I was in exactly the same, like, like Dilemma. frame of brain. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a Brad so Pitt fan, but yeah. I, I, I watched it and I was like, actually, that was really, really interesting. And I really got into the Oakland A's. And uh, like a month later, I flew over. And we were going to the game and uh, he gave, my dad gave me like a ba- an Oakland A's baseball cap, like a kind of old kind of vintage one. And I, I put it on and I went to the game and I got there. And before I'd went, I'd went on like Facebook groups and stuff for the Oakland A's and just to kind of find out what the kind of vibe is of the fans and stuff before I went. Because, you know, I went no do's and don'ts, what I can't say, what I can't <laughs> say, you know, those kind of things. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, some people reached out and they were like, oh, that's so cool. You're coming from Scotland and you're going to come to the Open Coliseum um, and everything else. And it was it was amazing. And one thing that I got when I was in the stadium is you had Oakland A's fans walking around. Now, this was pre-season. This was like the week before opening day. And the, the fans were like, mingling oh where are you sitting this season oh I'm sitting up there where are you sitting and it it seemed to be like a real kind of family oriented game and and that's something I think in the UK I had never picked up before like I'd never got that 
and that that was something that was and it was something my dad kind of said to me because he's my stepdad so um he has other kids and the big part of him kind of growing up that was or his kids growing up that he would kind of toss them the ball and and they would play catch and that's something I never really got to do living over here but it's something that was very it's like a treasured memory for him to be able to do with his sons and he's and he kind of put the point across that this is like what a lot of American dads love to do mm. is play catch with their sons, whether it's with an American football, a baseball, or kind of shooting hoops. Like that's like a, a family kind of thing. Bonding to do. moment. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it, and he obviously coached for a while as well, like Pee Wee and stuff. So like, he was involved in his son's baseball kind of through, through their kind of youth and stuff. So, and that's, that's what I got like when I was there, it's like very family oriented there was no hostility. I mean, I was sitting and there was Giants fans in front of me and they were very nice and chatty and stuff as well. So it was pretty awesome. I found awesome. that about the, we went to a Knicks game in 2008. We went over to New York and we went to a Knicks game and they were playing the Timberwolves and we were sat right next to Minnesota Timberwolves fans and I was like, Dad, I think we're sat in the wrong seats. He was like, yeah, because it's and I was not like, a thing over here. We don't support the Knicks. like, we're meant to be supporting the Knicks. They don't support the Knicks. And my dad was like, no, like everybody just mixes. Like this is just, like that's just, you get a ticket and you sit wherever. And I was like, but surely like they should be over there and we should be over here. Like yeah. that's how it is in football, right? Like, cause yes. that's the only other thing I'd been to was like yeah. Bristol City games at Ashton Gate. And like the, obviously the like away side is, sits over there and we sit over here. And for us to be sat next mm-hmm. to Timberwolves fans and for them to cheer when they scored and for us to cheer. And it was just like, and there was no like, they weren't like, oh, God, oh, you know. Try like, going to a Subway series, though. It was just weird. That, it was just, yeah, a 13-year-old yeah. me just was like, no, like that just didn't yeah. equate in my head. Exactly the same. I grew up as my dad's only child for a number of years, so he took me to the football. Yeah. And it was like you say, home team on one side, away team on the other. Yeah. Going to, like literally a subway series and sitting amongst the deadly rivals of the Yankees. And it's like, but, but we were meant to hate each other. Why are you sitting with me? This should be like Bristol City and Bristol Rovers playing. And we don't leave the stadium at the same time because they just fight outside. (laughs) outside. Yeah. So, so I, I was born in Glasgow originally and so obviously in Glasgow you have Rangers and Celtic right. and that I mean you could not in a million no. years mix those fans no exactly um, it's exactly the same as the two football yeah. teams in Bristol like you, um, they, they just, literally have police horses everywhere outside yeah. for those yeah. games because they exactly. literally separate them leaving because otherwise they'll just now what I will say is you went to probably the dullest basketball game of all time <laughs> In the terms of the Timberwolves and the Knicks, I mean, that we got, was we not got a... to see Nate Robinson in his like prime year, in his like slam dunk champion year, which was pretty cool. Yeah, it's fine um, if you want to see slam dunks, but if you want to see like actual basketball, uh... <laughs> you basketball I snob. <laughs> I got to sit. I got to sit in Madison Square Garden, and that was enough for me. Do you know what that, I mean? Like, I mean that was, yeah, like, that is thirteen-year-old me, and I was like, oh my. Yeah, and that's the thing like <laughs> everyone wants to play in madison square garden yeah because it's the garden 
Yeah. Everyone wants to play there. Wrestlers want to play, want to fight in WrestleMania in Madison Square Garden because it's a, a big, it's a big deal. But nowadays, no one wants to play in Madison Square yeah. Garden because they're such a terrible team and they're owned by such a repulsive man. Oh, really? Um, that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the owner is a an absolute goon. He oh. actually kicked out one of his old, like Larry Johnson. I'm pretty sure it was or Charles Oakley. It was Charles Oakley. Long term, long time Knicks player, retired, went to a game, and because he made some comments about James Dolan selling the team, or he probably should sell the team, James Dolan banned him from life. Yeah. What? From Madison Square Garden. That's not right. The Atlantic Centre over in Brooklyn, much better. That was a Barclays Centre. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's because it's on Atlantic (laughs) Avenue. Yeah, um, Barley Centre is is apparently nice, but it's a lot it newer. It's a lot flashier yeah. and stuff. So, not uh, like history. Lot, it's like when I went to the states, we went to the Oakland A's first, and then it just happens to be that when the Oakland A's game finished, an hour and a half later, the Golden State Warriors were playing the Utah Jazz. Now, it just so happened to be that we were there at that time, and so we literally crossed a concourse, like a yeah. hundred yards to go into Oracle Arena. Now, Oracle Arena is now not being used by Golden State. They now play in San Francisco at the Chase Center. But, I mean, that was awesome to just be able to walk from one professional sport into another. It was awesome. I imagine the Coliseum was quite an experience as well. I imagine, like, if that's your first baseball game, walking into that, I think any, like, walking into any stadium... You just, like, goosebump, like, what the... Yeah. You know what it was? It's when you you kind of... You you walk towards the kind of... The entrance to to the seating areas. And as you're kind of walking where I was sitting... I was sitting... I wasn't sitting. I was, like, what, 10 rows from the front. So you kind of walk out, and all you see is, like, a sea of seats. Yeah. And people walking around. And then you see the field, and you see the players kind of throwing the ball around and stuff. And I was like, wow. And then you've got the big screen in the far side. And and yeah, it was, yeah, it was a bit breathtaking. And then the sunshine as well. So I was in Northern California. And yeah, you yeah, don't I'm turn blue like you do in New York. <laughs> no, but yeah, it, it, it was an experience. And then when I walked, like just a couple of hours later, I walked into Oracle Arena and, you know, I was wearing a Utah Jazz jersey as well. So, so I, I literally took off an Oakland A's shirt put on my utah jazz shirt and all the security guards were like a jazz fan what are you a jazz fan for it was hilarious it was like a lot of fun and like even when we went into oracle arena like people there was actually a lot of jazz jerseys there the jazz have a good traveling support um they don't travel they just live in those states and i went down to the because people were going down to the court and getting their pictures taken i was like screw this like i'm here once this is the first time i've been here i'm gonna go down and get my picture taken so i said to my mom come on mom we'll, we'll go down and uh, <laughs> then we'll, we'll, you can chat up the security guard and like I'll get the picture cool taken like all the cool kids do yeah <laughs> yeah come on, mom. and um so i went down and i i, I, I kind of said to the boy i was like um mate it's all right if i get a picture taken like at the, at the court is that kind of okay and he's like where are you from and i was like I'm from Scotland. And he's like, yeah, yeah, man, that's fine. That's no problem. I, I just get, my grand's from Scotland, so it's fine. And he's like, 
And he says, and if you just stand, what to, he says to me, if you go and stand over here, and he kind of ushered me over to the spot and let your mum take a picture from there, you'll get Kevin Durant warming up in the background. That and I was so like, cool. awesome. So yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, that's and that's so cool. one thing about the security in these arenas in America so much more pleasant than the ones in the UK. Yes. You know what? I recently saw a post and I know America is probably a bit different from when you went, when you're explaining Ben. And I know LA again is probably a little bit different, but I saw a post recently and people were, pun not intended, completely up in arms about the fact that there were security guards walking around Dodger Stadium with like full on machine rifles and stuff. Now, to me, in my English brain, I went, oh, okay, they're there to make you feel safe. Yeah. And everybody on Twitter was going, that's too heavy-handed, how dare you, why on earth would you want that kind of force, this, that, and the other. And I was like, oh, shit, they really don't trust their police and security guards over there at the minute. Like, yeah. they really, really don't. And I, and I found it fascinating to think, like, to me, that's like, oh, I, actually, I feel kind of safe that yeah. they're here. And that, like... Happily, it's like going like, through an airport. You see yeah. the armed policeman. Like, hi, hi, hi. Yeah. How are you? Because I don't know I'm innocent. <laughs> I think I think that probably comes back to to what I was talking about earlier with baseball being such a kind of family oriented kind of mm. sport, and you know there's no animosity and stuff. And I think I think for Americans that that probably does come across as as heavy handed, yeah. just because of that. Because people are going yeah. out to enjoy the day. They're not kind of looking to, yeah. to start trouble and stuff. And but, I think because me, teams play first, so far apart. Yeah, but my first thought is, well, they're there because of terrorists. They're are. keeping safe, people safe. Yeah. Gunmen, America. My, yeah. <laughs> my first, but, my, but my first thought is terrorist attacks. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're there to help in case of that or, you know, to prevent that. But yeah. th- their first thought is, well, they're here, they're here to cause trouble and kill us. Which but is really sad. I think it's like sad. at City Field on the roof, like round the edge. Mm. You often see spotters and armed policemen up there, mm. and outside the stadium. But when I last went, September twenty nineteen, they weren't in the stadium armed, mm. but they see, were outside. They were- yeah, these were walking around the the inside of the stadium, and yeah. I guess that to me that that's like fine. But I guess I get, I don't know. Maybe that, there's quite a lot of distrust over there at the moment, isn't there? Yeah, things like that. Sorry, I saw where people coming for, from, but yeah. for obvious reasons. Let's be honest, yeah. for obvious reasons. But I think I think you're right. I think we we in the UK see it as that's fine. They're there. They're there to keep us safe. I think, um, I think we have to say not just from being in the UK, but from being in a point of privilege as well like yes yeah. oh we know, are yeah we and don't see that because i've i've the only trouble i've ever had with the police is my brother do you know what i mean because like, <laughs> he's a pothead like <laughs> but i think part of it as well in the uk it's more of a novelty to see mm. an armed policeman yeah than it is in the states yeah because they're all armed there yeah and here if you see an armed policeman mm. it's because there is a risk I went to Luton Airport for the first time years and years ago, and I remember like ringing my dad, being like, "Dad, there's so many police everywhere, and they've all got guns." And he was like, "Yeah, Mo, you're in an airport." And I was like, "Yeah, exactly." He, and he was like, "You're in an airport," and like, <laughs> he was like, Luton. like "What do you expect?" <laughs> yeah. But 
like I say, for us as as British people, it's mm. such an unexpected thing yeah. because not every policeman is armed. They mm. might have like a taser or pepper spray or something mm. like that, but very few of our policemen actually carry guns. Mm. Why do we always get political on this pod? <laughs> I feel like maybe that's a good place to like What's the po- political podcast yeah <laughs> MLB and politics <laughs> yeah. maybe that could be something we can work on <laughs> yeah you know you were looking for like the next phase there yeah, you go the <laughs> across the pond political podcast <laughs> oh god that would just be a shambles <laughs> yeah especially when you've got a Scottish election coming up as well so yeah. <laughs> um, <Anywho>. Anyway, <laughs> so your athletics. What do you think of them so far this season? Started terrible. <laughs> sucked, sucked the donkey. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, like it was like somebody turned a light switch on, and mm. they won like twelve in a row. And I'm like, hang on, what? What the hell? Really? Um, and then they, they lost yeah. last night. Yeah, they won twelve in a row. I'm they were going the for thirteen. They oh, were they were going for thirteen in a row yesterday and unlucky lost. for some. <laughs> yeah, very unlucky for us. But um, no, I think yeah. Did that just pass you of... by, Molly? <laughs> oh, completely. Like I, I mean, oh, completely. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking at their stats now. They're fourteen for eight. Push your heart. Ev- everyone was looking at the trash tr- trash and like yeah. saying that oh yeah they're gonna they're gonna do great. The Mariners are gonna do great. And and then all of a sudden they started winning games and people like they won won a couple. Of course, we're better than the Angels. (laughs) That was a very. How dare you suggest anything different? (laughs) I've I've got no time for the Angels. I just think they they're a team that think. You know what? Right. Here's the thing. In New like in New York, right? You've got the Mm -hmm. Knicks and the Nets, right? Mm -hmm. Or in Manchester, you've got Manchester United and Manchester City. Manchester City are the of the, the noisy little brother for Manchester United. <laughs> That's what the Angels are for the Dodgers. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you there. 100%. The noisy, annoying little brother who yeah. spends all his money on crap. <laughs> so, and, and, and they keep buy, buying into a picture that just keeps getting injured. Exactly. And then so, they won't let him bat as well so he can like, get injured more. The LA Angels really epitomised my brother, you know. <laughs> Your brother's taking a tank in tonight. <laughs> it's all right. He does every every time we speak about her brother. It's fine. This is how the conversation goes. So, James, who's your favourite current player for the Athletics or otherwise? Um, you know what? I was a big Chris Davis fan. It was the first shirt I got, and there is a history of mine. When I buy a player's shirt, they move teams, and um, it happened with Chris Paul. He was in. Uh, New Orleans and I bought his shirt and he left. I got Gordon Hayward's shirt, a Utah Jazz player, and he ended up moving to Boston. Um, <laughs> even back in the day, I got a Vince Carter shirt and he when he was at Toronto and he moved to New Jersey. So I'm, I did buy a Donovan Mitchell jersey. Um, okay. Who is now at the Jazz and uh, thankfully he's still there. He signed a big <laughs> long-term deal, so hopefully he's there forever. <laughs> Could you do me a huge favour? What? Sure. Can, can you buy a Trevor Bauer shirt, please? <laughs> please? You really don't like him, do you? No, neither of us do. No. 
So if you could buy one of those, that that would be great. I'll I'll lend you the £232 that they cost. Jeez, I know. Uh, That's that's expensive. I'll maybe buy a T-shirt. Yeah, how, how about we get you some rip-off Chinese one yeah. <laughs> for like work? 15 quid? Can you work your magic on that? Could probably Just wear do it a couple yeah. of times yeah. and then it's bye bye Bauer. So your favourite athletics player current, who, is, who current. are they? Um, oh man, I can't even pronounce it. You know what's really bad? I can't pronounce his name. Go on, uh, give it a go. Don't worry, or, this, is, this is a pod of not being able to pronounce things. We're, we're quite famous it's, for it. It's always bad. I'm going to look it up again just to make sure that I can at least half say it right. Okay, um, because, while you're looking it up, who's your favourite past athletics player? Oh, so that'd be Davis. And that's only because yeah. like I, I've really only been watching baseball for, what, three or four years. So so it's Sean Manea. Yeah, Manea. Manea. Um so yeah, Sean Manea. Um he was like the first kind of pitcher that kind of caught my eye. I think he was he was he wasn't pitching the game I went to, but opening day that year, he was he was the starting pitcher. And I I just I love you know what I love about a pitcher? And you just see their swagger as as they go up to the up to the mound. And there's like sometimes you can just tell that guy's gonna be good tonight. And then some guys walk up and you're like, please Walk back to the dugout, please. Walk yeah. back to the dugout. Let, let's try it again. You go back and then come back out again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Sean is my guy just now. Okay. Any other favourite players or someone you like to watch from any different teams in the majors? Ooh, Good question. teams. Yeah, that's, that's a, a tough one. You know who I have been liking is your DeGrom. Because um. he, he's been... But, do you know who I really like, and it's for all the wrong reasons, is uh, the Dodgers boy, Kelly. Because, oh. like, I just think he's an absolute <laughs> wind-up merchant. Um, <laughs> that is one guy who <laughs> swaggers up to the plate. No matter whether he's having a good or a bad day, he's like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> he is, he's hilariously funny. Yeah. So, yeah. So th- those would be probably the players. But, but Jake's one, got one quiet swag. Jake's got quiet swag. He's quite humble, isn't he? He is, and even as has been the case recently, or well, I say recently, last couple of years, when he hasn't been getting the run support, he's like, he's not like that. They need to do better. He's like, we need to do better, and that's a big distinction in my view. Yeah, he's he's not swooning now. Yeah, um, <laughs> I can't help it. I love a bit of Jake. <laughs> you honestly, know, Jake. Honestly. She could swoon forever over that one. Oh, she could. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, so what else? What do you think of the rules that came in last year and that have continued into this year? The runner on second and double headers being seven innings each. So I think the the seven innings each, I, I think that's a sensible idea. Mm-hmm. If you're playing two games in one day, I just think it makes sense for for the runner on second. That that's something that the A's took advantage of straight away. I think it was it wasn't opening day, but I think it was the the opening series uh, last year, and the A's took full advantage of that straight away, right off the bat, so to speak. And they did it a few times last year, and I think it, there is a disadvantage to the opposite team, but. 
nah, to hell with it. I like it. It makes it exciting. And it, it makes it with you. <laughs> no, I'm exactly the same. I feel exactly the same. I quite like it. I hate it. I hate it. It's like, what's the point in putting everything into nine innings if it's going to come to that 10th? Yeah, but what if, if you get a situation where it was World Series the other year, the Red Sox, and they went, what was it, like 21 innings or something? I've seen two Mets games against the Cardinals and somebody else. I think it was about 2015. Within a week of each other, do you know how many innings there went? Too many. One went for 23 and one went for 21. Nobody likes that, Tracy. Nobody likes but it's, it's great when you get, like, the catcher up to pitch in the 23rd. <laughs> you get the backup catcher up pitching. Nobody enjoyed that. Like, I Oh, I did. Oh. Anthony Recker and his nice bum. <laughs> On that note, just had to lower the tone, didn't she? She did. She had to go there. On that note, I think, James, you have been an absolute delight and you've answered all of our questions so graciously. That's no problem. <laughs> Even if we are, yeah. Smut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said it. You said it. But yeah, so thank you very much for being our first ever guest on Across the Pond MLB podcast. Thank you so much. It's uh, nice to kind of cross over. Uh, I know it's the NHL guys haven't invited me on yet, so... Um... Hopefully, invite hopefully yourself, you're the big boss fan. You can invite yourself. Yeah. Just turn up one day. That's what my boss does. Just Hi. turn up. <laughs> Watches over my shoulder. That's, that's odd. But yeah, I may just do that. Yeah, just, just break into their Zoom meeting. It's like, hi, I'm here now. Yeah. It's called micromanagement, apparently. <laughs> not that she's bitter or anything. No. Not... Anyhow. <laughs> Can you imagine? Paul, do a meeting next week. Um, excuse me. Neither. Listen to your podcast. <laughs> I'm micromanaging your podcast. And <laughs> I'm afraid. I really didn't appreciate it. Well, yeah. Actually. So thanks for coming on, James. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's no problem at all. I've enjoyed it. It's, uh, I must say it's been a laugh. I can see why the three of you get on so well. And, and the show's been great so far. And uh, hopefully you have lots more guests and lots more episodes ahead. Yes. And remind our listeners where they can find you on socials and things Please. like that. Yeah, so on Instagram, we're um, ATP Sports Network. On Twitter, we're ATP, ATP Sports Pod, because Twitter, as always, limits your characters. So we can't fit the word network in. Uh, <laughs> and uh, on Facebook as well, Across the Pond Sports Podcast. So we are all over there. And, of course, Clubhouse and ATP Sports as well, So which is, has been great for us, Clubhouse. So I need to get on the Clubhouse uh, You have to wait. I until think it's going to come out Android next month, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, wait a while. Good. Yeah. But no, it's been great to be here. So thank you so much. Thanks. So that was James, our beloved leader and big boss man. <laughs> yeah, newly named big boss man. Yes, thank you again, James. You were fabulous and we hope to hear from you again soon. Yeah. Maybe later on in the season, see how your A's are doing then. But yeah. at the moment, in the power rankings that have just been released, the A's have just jumped from 15th position up to second which is ridiculous that's such yeah. a jump 
such a jump for the A's as well. I just they weren't even on my radar, and I just had a little look whilst um, James was saying about them. And jeez, Louise, man. And yeah. another team that wasn't on my radar at all, the Royals. The Royals have jumped from twentieth to seventh, and they have the third best record in MLB at the moment. Do you know what? Going off on a tangent, ever so slightly. What I do best. I asked Bryce's fan boyfriend yesterday what park he would want to go to other than Truist Park. Uh, like what uh, what other stadium is like top of his list to go to? Yeah. Because um, mine is the Royals. Why? Other than Dodger Stadium, mine no, is the Royals. No, but why? Because during lockdown last year, I watched a lot of the home run derbies, and the mm-hmm. two thousand. 12 i think it was home run derby was held at royals uh, i don't even know what it's called but it's there and <laughs> at the place um, where the royals play yeah there. At the place where the royals play and it just looked spectacular and it just looked really like nice in the sun and every time one of the balls gets hit in center field the fountains go off and i just think it would just be it looks like a smaller park as well like quite a bit more intimate than well i say intimate it's still going to be like hundreds of thousands of people but it's, it looks a little bit less than Dodgers Stadium. I don't have figures and facts in front of me, which you might now. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, it just looked a bit smaller and it just looked really nice. I just think it looked really nice. I wouldn't necessarily want to see the Kansas World play there. <laughs> I just want to see a game played there, I suppose. Okay. Well, mine personally would be Pittsburgh. Not see, for the Pirates. Yeah. But yeah. it's such a beautiful stadium. Mm. It's like right on the riverbank. Or St. Louis. Mm. The Cardinals, because you've got the arch. and Yeah. It looks like a pretty stadium. Yeah. So what was what was Braves from Boyfriend's actual one? Because you said yours, think, but not. Yeah, he said Wrigley, because he's been there, but he doesn't remember it. Okay. Because he was quite little. And I think he mentioned Camden Yards as well, which is obvious. It's like an obvious top Camden of the list Yards, one, isn't it? Because beautiful. I really, really want to go there. You, um, I have a lot of them, obviously, that all hover around the top of the list. But yeah, I yeah. don't know something about. I think it was just that home run derby that I watched, and it just it looked absolutely beautiful. And those fountains going off was just like, oh, that's so cool. I don't know. Okay. But yeah. Fair that enough. That might be a question for the listeners. What what park other than your own home park by the way molly it's called kaufman stadium sorry what kaufman stadium that's where the royals play the one with the fountains yeah (laughs) the one with the The, the pretty one with the fountains hey it's sorry baseball brett i know he's a big royals fan isn't he but um it's like what are they called lone depot park as it's now called the one with 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 the pool and, and the marlins in the pool in the outfield yeah. <laughs> anyhow <Okay>. tangent <laughs> yeah that was one hell of a tangent love yeah sorry yeah anyway back yeah. to news so is there any other surprises in the power rankings do you think not really most are what i would expect to be sort of up there i think mm-hmm. apparently the reds have had the biggest drop this week they have dropped 14 spots from number four to number 18. 
because they were they, never going to hold that really though. they've <laughs> lost seven straight over the course of one week Ooh, and have hurt. slipped from first in the central to the last i tell you what is surprising mm. to me the american league east I just you'd expect to see those Yankees it's, up there, wouldn't you? But whew, yeah, they're still not doing great. Nine to twelve, and they're at the bottom of that league, and Boston are at the top, which is I did not did not see coming. Right. While we're on the subject of Boston, have you seen the City Connect jerseys, the the canary yellow jerseys? Yes. Yay or nay? No, absolutely not. I mean, I can understand the the feeling behind the jersey because it's yep. boston marathon yeah and when i heard that i did think okay that makes it a little bit more but i just you wouldn't see me dead in one <laughs> no absolutely i don't like them at all it's the yellow with the powder blue it's just like oh, it's, it's like you couldn't get more opposite on the color wheel if you tried <laughs> exactly and and i uh, you know i commend them for actually going out and playing <laughs> but you wouldn't see me dead in one no they've got a good record with them like a good winning record with them sure but not for me personally no the um jerseys that i would wear that isn't a dodgers jersey is that hank aaron braves i don't know i probably mentioned it in last week's pod but the braves the throwback yeah the hank aaron uniform oh yeah gorgeous with the shirtsies it wasn't like a button-up jersey it was like a shirtsie. i just Um, i love that i absolutely love that You'll be pleased to know, Molly, that Nike are going to be bringing out a Dodgers City Connect jersey in uh, late August. Yeah, and what colour? <laughs> don't know yet, but they're going to be doing Marlins. I really hope it's yellow and purple. If it's yellow and purple, then I'm I'm down with it. If that, if it's Lakers colours, I will be okay. Yeah, uh, they're doing that. this year. They're doing Marlins, White Sox, Cubs, D-backs, Giants, and Dodgers. Okay. Okay. But if I were to wear any other jersey, mm. like current jerseys, it would either be the new powder blue Toronto Blue Jays, which yes, I think Joe's got, mm-hmm. or Marlins. I've got a the neon, the black on the neon. The See, neon I black. love the Marlins jerseys. I think they're yeah. really nice. They're really slick with those, just that hint of neon, the, the sort of contrasted. Yeah red it's like a yeah pink and blue isn't it or it's yeah it's like a red and blue kind of but thing. it's like tropical neon mm, i like that and it's so similar if, to the black mets ones isn't it oh, but they're bringing black the black mets ones this year <laughs> she's gone all giddy she's yes. gone all giddy that's because she's got david wright black one from back in the day nice, nice. yeah so that'll be oh. getting some outings this year nice yeah. well if they do release jerseys i don't see me buying any that aren't sort of secondhand or vintage from usually dugout classics shout out um shout out but, to Baba. yeah i don't see me buying i don't yeah i don't tend to buy them if they're not secondhand because i don't have 232 pounds <laughs> to spend on a jersey it's just i would no no you see if i if there was like one of the limited edition, like the City Connect, the Mets one, if I fell in love with it, yeah. I... If I'm really, really in love with it, then maybe I'd invest. But you wouldn't ever see me wearing it then, because I'd be worried to wash it. 
but I wouldn't buy the authentic one, like the player's authentic ones. I'd buy the slightly cheaper ones. You know, the ones that you can get for like 150 rather than 230. That, that would be my bag, I think. Anyway, yeah. let me find out about our spending habits <laughs> and find out that we're both tight. I'm married to a Yorkshireman. That's my excuse. <laughs> I'm not married, so I don't have that excuse yet. So... I'm- Yes. Back to baseball. <laughs> Back to baseball. Um, another question late. for our listeners. Yes. Does a no-hitter through a seven-inning game, does that count as a no-hitter in your books? Because Madison Bumgarner did it this week. Mm-hmm. Do you think it counts, or should it have a little asterisk next to it? What, what's your opinion? I think it counts. It's an official game as defined by mlb so it's a no-hitter i am with you there i am with you there and you know what let's take this show on the road shall we where are we going let's go and ask brave fan boyfriend go and get mr brave fan boyfriend opinion i am gonna get his opinion because it was against his team brave fan boyfriend we're still recording (laughs) is a seven inning no hitter a new a no hitter yes he says yes so there you go go. even the braves fans are saying yes yeah there we have it we'd like to know your opinions though so please pretty please do let us know yeah tweeters or instagrammers and let us know your thoughts on the matter because it seems to be one that really does divide fans there are some that are like the older school, the, you know, the old school fans are quite, yeah. you know, against it, aren't they? But equally, I just think, well, yeah, if it's, a, if it's called a game and that's in the, you know, yeah. the umpire goes game end and nobody's hit. And it, it's, it's still a game. Mm-hmm. It's still classed as an official game as the rules stand. So why not? Indeed. <sighs> yeah. It's quite late. We've run this one quite late tonight. It's because we were having fun. <laughs> we were. We were. Time does fly when you are having fun. And we yes. definitely had fun on tonight's pod. So if you've made it this far, thank you very much for listening. Your medals um, are in the post. Yeah, to us ramble and go off on tangents and whatnot. Um, it's a bit it of that. Is what we do best. But yeah, we're glad that you are listening and uh, we're very, very grateful. So thank you for that. And uh, we will see you all next week. And hopefully Jay Shaw will be back and we'll, we will be back to putting the world to rights with... From both sides of the pond. Exactly. Yes. See you later. Bye, everybody. You have been listening to Across the Pond MLB Podcast, part of Across the Pond Sports Network. We have episodes dropping every Tuesday, so join us next week. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.